This is our sixth session on Ephesians 2, 1 to 3. And we're going to focus on um, in which you once walked according to the age of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Only we'll take three sessions on this, this session, and then one just to decide what is the age of this world and what is the prince of the power of the air. So that's where we're going in future uh, two sessions. But here we focus on you walked and you walked in which, that is, sins and trespasses, and you once did it, but no more. So, Father, as we focus on what we were like in our sins, grant that we would understand that the better we know ourselves as sinners in the past and the present, the more glorious will appear our deliverance. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. You were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked. Let's start here. Several times in this book, Paul refers to our walking according to a certain way of life. Our walking is our way of life. And we might ask, why walking as opposed to living or running <laughs> or skipping? Why the term walk? And it seems to me that, that walk is an action, it's directional, it's ordinary, and so it's a, it's a good metaphor for ordinary life, ordinary life that has a direction to it, and in this case, a very bad direction to it. So we once, we just, we lived, we lived out our ordinary lives, and what marked them is that we were walking in this, and this refers to the sins here, especially. This is feminine, by the way, and this is feminine. This is neuter. So perhaps this only refers to sins, or it may be that since sins is the closest um, antecedent, it is the one who finds grammatical agreement in Greek, feminine with feminine. I don't think much hangs on that. But our sins are that in which we walked. What does that mean to walk in, in a, a sin or in sins? He doesn't use that phrase very often. Here's an example in 1 Corinthians 15.70, the walking or in sins. If Christ has not been raised from the dead, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. What does that mean? That would mean that faith is not accomplishing anything 
namely salvation from sins, and we are therefore still trapped in them, that is, in their, in their guilt, in their power, in their bondage, their, the, the fact that they make us dead to life, dead to God, dead to spiritual things. So to be, to be walking in sins is to be walking in the guilt of sin, in the power of sin, in the control of, of this preference in our heart for anything but God. That, you remember, is the way we define sin. Sin is the condition of the heart that prefers other values to God, to Christ, to his way. But it says we were once like that, which means no longer. And you can see that if you just drop down to verse 10, where it says we, were, we are his workmanship. So, so God has stepped in and made us new. He has created us in Christ into new kind of people who are not walking in our sins. What are we walking in? Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So replacing walking in our sins in verse 2 here, we are now walking in good works because we've been created into a new kind of people. We are the workmanship of God. So he's describing what we were in the power of as we walked, but this once here signals you are now freed from that control and power. Now what interests me especially in this session is these two words or two times that you read according to. This walking, our ordinary living in sin, controlled by our sins, is according to the age of this world. We need to take next time to figure, what, figure out what that is. And according to the prince of the power of the air. So this has something to do with secular society that is marked by this world, this season of time. And this has to do with something demonic. And my question just in general is, why, Paul, do you bother to point out that when we walk in sins, we have a kind of frequency, a spiritual frequency? Now, he didn't know about what we know about radio frequencies, but he's talking about that spiritual reality, a, a frequency that puts us in perfect sequence or harmony with the world and perfect frequence with the God of this world, the devil. So there's something about what's inside of us that makes us work in lockstep with and wonderful harmony with the age of this world and the God of this world. Now, my 
my question is, why does Paul want to point that out? He could have just what? He could have just left all of this out, couldn't he? And just talked about our our sins and the Spirit being at work in us. But he went out of his way to say, when you walk in sin, you accord with, you accord with, you have a common frequency with the world, a common frequency with the devil. Why would he bother point that out? I thought of three possible answers. One, you think in your sin, you think in your sin that you are free. That's what sin does, right? Sin says, I'm free from God. I don't need God. I don't need his word. I am free, free, free. And he said, you're not free. You're in lockstep with the world. You're in lockstep with the devil. The Spirit is at work in you, and you are walking in accord with your master, the devil, and the world. That's the first thing I thought of. Second, you think you're an individual. Sin does that. I'm kind of one of a kind. I I choose my own way. I have no master. I'm an individual. And he's saying, actually, you're not so individual. You are in accord with. You have locked onto the frequency of the world, and it's controlling you. You've locked onto the frequency of the devil, and he's controlling you. You're not an individual. You are a lackey of this world and the devil. And the last thing I thought of was, he points it out because if we can know the seriousness and the extent of our sickness and our bondage, that we're dead in trespasses and sins, and that when we walk and live in them, we are little puppets of the devil and the world, then when in verse 5 we are made alive and delivered, our deliverance will be far greater in our mind than if we had a small view of what trespasses or sins meant. This is, this is a, a cosmic condition here. The world is holding us in bondage, and the devil, the prince of the power of the air, is holding us. So when we are set free and made alive, it is a glorious salvation.